1: What is going on, everybody? It's episode 159 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I'm here with my co-host. Would you introduce yourself, please?
2: Hi, Crisis actors. It's Hi. Mary. Hi, doing today? Again. Um, I'm tired, but pulling through. We're gonna make it. We are we're gonna get I have this. faith in us <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Yesterday we were We were in a similar position Where we were kind of Like the energy was kind of off And we worked through it Through the yes. words of Chet Hanks
2: Of course um, I, I wish that we had another Motivational clip From Chet Hanks today <laughs> I one every day He's been posting a lot On his Instagram story And <gasps> I love it All in
1: the gym too All in the I gym love it. It's
2: love He's hyped up He's it's an inspiration <laughs> For our generation
1: <laughs> He absolutely is And that is our <laughs> guest host today Would you please introduce yourself
3: I am Sarah Patch It's I'm typically over on Timcast IRL I have to say that I'm Also a member of the Chet Hangs fan club yes. I think he's wonderful I think he's The inspirational voice that our Generation whatever our generation is Needs
1: guidance the hero that we Deserve that's right Guidance order what was the third one uh, Guidance, oh, order, uh, direction. direction. Yeah, perfect. That's that's what <laughs> that's it is. Uh, so uh, on the uh, on the orders of Chet Hanks, we are going to power on through today yes. uh, and make today an we episode gotta worthy. Stay of
2: sober. We got to get jacked. That's right. We <laughs> just have <laughs> to the rules. <laughs>
1: All of us. Uh, we are going to we are going to push on in the in the in the um, in the honor of White Boy Summer. Uh, even though Dane is not here, he is. Uh, where is what he? A shame.
2: He's oh. in, his in his fatherland.
1: That's right. <laughs> So he's
2: with us in spirit. Back soon. Lots of swearing in the spirit, mm-hmm. honestly. And
1: spirit, posting yeah. funny pictures Yeah, for I'm sure yeah. when
2: he's back, he will be reinvigorated. <laughs> be ready good, to go. Yeah.
1: So uh, we had a bunch of stuff to talk about today. We're going to talk about Dave Chappelle angering critics again. Because oh no. that's what he does. Because his, him breathing tends to anger people. Um, because they dared give the dude an Emmy nomination for a, a special that did extremely, extremely well. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Disney has a bunch of stuff. Uh, they have, uh, they're have they going to be adding tears uh, to Disney Plus, which I find very interesting, on top of Steamboat Willie going into the public domain and a bunch of stuff involving uh, religion, what they people are calling a religious persecution of the people mm. who work at the theme park. So we've got that, and then we've got some, uh, what I consider to be almost hilarious rumors uh, for DC Entertainment right now for the upcoming movies. So if you ladies are ready, we'll just get right into it. Are we ready?
2: We are ready.
1: Are you ready? I am. All right. I'm awake
2: now.
3: <laughs> All right.
1: So it says uh uh Emmy Awards uh Emmy Rewards transphobia with nomination for Dave Chappelle's The Closer. Of course they did, right? Because, nice it's uh, it's always uh
2: confusing to me that they they don't understand that their butt madness makes people <laughs> want to support him more. Right? Reverse psychology is a thing, folks,
1: uh, and it's it's every single time. Uh, in the language, there was a couple of par- parts of this article. I, it was almost more the way this article was written that made me want to cover it more than. Oh the yeah, actual... I mean
2: the opener like already floored me. Cancel culture is really not as effective as we were promised because Dave Chappelle continues to succeed on the strength of virulent Are they transphobia. That as a bad thing, like they wish he'd been canceled. I mean. I know that a lot of people still practice cancel culture, but at least on the surface, uh, you're generally supposed to say it's a bad thing. Yes. Not just openly be like this totally pro-depersoning. <laughs> right?
1: it, it's good when we do it, is what they're saying. Of course. Is what, the, what they're saying. So it says... uh so, yes, like you said, I love that this is on the strength of virulent transphobia. Oh uh, could your hyperbole be any more? It was like five jokes in, in the whole special. It's like the first uh, sentence
2: of the article. They're rewarding transphobia. <laughs>
1: his controversial next Netflix special, The Closer, was nominated for an Emmy on Tuesday, once again proving that the woke mob hasn't done much damage to his career at all. Good. It is also interesting that they use the term woke mob. At the AV, I tend to avoid AV club articles a lot of time because I want to roll. I I, I usually get a. I already had a (laughs) migraine today. I didn't need another one from rolling my eyes so heavily. Uh. Well, it's
2: odd that they would pair woke mob and frame cancel culture as a positive Positive, force. Don't but, like
1: that. But they did.
2: I, they're, I guess they're proud of, like, their pitchforks.
1: They, they love it. They probably have branded pitchforks with uh, with different flags on yeah, them. Yeah, Gucci. So it says, uh, Chappelle has been on the anti-trans beat for a while. It's something of a case de jour among wealthy celebs who apparently have nothing better to do. I will say that I do think that he's dangerously getting himself close to pigeonholing himself as, like, the anti-trans yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about to, that before. Yeah, yeah.
2: He, he's like a Pierce Morgan in comedy mm-hmm. that... Yeah. If you can only joke about one thing, it's not really pushing boundaries anymore.
1: But it's also, it's not that he's doing that. It's that that's what gets the press out of everything. Like, he posts a whole special, but the stuff that gets all the attention is those jokes because he dares make them. Sure, but he plays into
2: that attention. And then, like, calling himself Team Turf definitely (laughs) plays into the fact that, like, that's all the spotlight. I mean,. I mean, that, that's just a strange comment on its own because I didn't get the impression that Dave Chappelle is a radical feminist. Nope. No. <laughs> but, like, also we need to realize that no one in real life even knows what turf is or means, if and that's a good thing.
1: If you asked the average person out on the street what the hell a TERF was, they would have no yeah, idea. Yeah,
2: and if you tried to explain it to them, then you would seem like, an insane person, I, rightly so. I, I
1: was watching a video the other day from, uh, from Zach from Comics Matter, and he talks about normies are finally starting to wake up to, like, what's going on in the world. Are they? Uh, he's, like, he's like, it's like uh, it's like people went and saw uh, Thor, Love and Thunder, and they're like, why was Korg's whole backstory, like, uh, Just, retconned? To, yeah. be, to Why was that retconned? And he's talking about basically Rocket the idea babies. is, like, why is everything uh changing like why is every commercial look a certain way why is uh, why is it and people are like it's not that it's bad it's just very noticeable and blatant and regular people who just don't pay attention to this stuff are starting to notice it um he was talking about harry's razors and, and jeremy's razors and uh the competing razors markets uh that we now have <laughs> even though they're all coming from like yeah. the same factories like right. you're literally you're you're not buying your razors on ideological lines which yeah. is hilarious
2: and dystopian.
1: So he says uh Netflix which has a very expensive deal with Chappelle and they just released a new special Last week with no fanfare whatsoever oh, And wow. I haven't gotten around to watching oh, really? it yet yeah, it's like, I don't know it just it's like 40 minutes Long uh, I haven't watched it yet but They they didn't really advertise it very heavily huh. It wasn't on the front page of Netflix Or anything so it says uh, they have repeatedly And unreservedly defended his Work under the guise of and they put it in Quotes here creative and artistic scare Freedom quotes. scare quotes. Uh, in, in a previous statement co-CEO Ted Sarandos expressed that the employees That quote sometimes there will be things On Netflix that you dislike that you even find to be harmful first of all That's bull I'm sick of them calling People saying mean things harmful like Even in the context of what he's saying it's annoying mm-hmm. It's
2: well even if it is You have to weigh The the risk of Watching something that s- Might upset you that's that, All voluntary. entertainment yeah um, But I I am almost just As um, skeptical for, for Different reasons that there Is a facade of promoting creative freedom and artistic expression on netflix i don't believe that's the case at all but i think that they're invested in appearing that way
1: so he says where we'll definitely draw the line is on something that would intentionally call for physically harming other people or even remote uh remove protections for me intent to cause physical harm crosses the line for sure the disregard for the real harm that platforming transphobia does Uh, To an extremely vulnerable population Is paid off with Emmy nominations Uh, I want to know what they mean by um, Real harm
2: Yeah, okay I know exactly what they mean Because this is what they do with so many other issues and so many other protected groups is in a way they kind of hold them hostage in order to boss people around yes. with their language and their, and their beliefs and their actions. They're saying you are literally risking people's lives by making a joke like
1: this. And then you say, how am I risking their lives? And they can't really explain it. Uh, I guess the idea is like, if Dave Chappelle tells a joke about somebody, whether it be white people, black people, trans people, gay people, that other people will hear that joke and then attack someone in the street because that's this Well, is- I'm
2: no expert on it. I'm I'm sure there are some statistics that Back up that, like, trans people are the victim of violent crimes more mm-hmm. often.
3: Yeah, so this is the inversion of words and violence. So you mm-hmm. know how they started to say words are violence. And then in the summer of 2020, they started saying violence isn't violence. So now they can just say, well, this word is violence, but the actual violence that I'm committing against your business is not.
1: Because mm-hmm. it's re- because you're uh, repaying uh, what was already done, done to you. Yes. Right. But it's reparations, right. A, but
3: it's a classic inversion, and it's them saying this is for the cause, therefore yeah. it is
1: good. Nope. Uh So it says, he, they, they also say that he's faced no true consequences when I very distinctly remember him getting attacked on stage and they even Literally, dismissed this on your yeah. like, No
2: true consequences except for having your... A gun attempt knife. made on, on your, your life. life. Yeah, no
3: big a deal. A literal...
1: Harm on your on your person. Uh, and I have no idea. And they're like, uh, and, they, and they talk about it here. They say, no true consequences for his hurtful speech, though he has tried to make some up by baseless, by baselessly accusing an onstage attacker of being a trans man. That's not baseless. That wasn't, the guy wasn't a trans. serious accusation.
2: No. He was making a joke about it because he wasn't phased by being physically attacked, which is cool. Good and, for
1: him. And what happened is that guy admitted later, he said that he found Chappelle's words triggering and the that dude
2: seemed like he was a bit of an obsessed stalker yeah. in a way. Unstable, yeah. Like he made a song that was titled after Dave Chappelle Gosh. and admitted game. that, you know, he made up different reasons for why he did it. But ultimately, it was an ideological attack.
1: So the most concrete example of violence here is... is is. It being done to him, which I guess that should be his right to be able to make jokes if he thinks, you know, maybe right. Hollywood still needs to be hiring better security guards because they're clearly very bad at that. Yeah. Um, but so the critics hate it. Of course, it's got 40 percent on Rotten Tomatoes from critics, 95 percent from audience score. And it's it's um, the Emmy it's nominated for is like best variety special and best directing in a variety special. So it's uh, nominated for two. And he has one before he won in 2004 and 2005, I believe, for something similar. Uh, so then there's uh, People Are Mad All of the headlines From supposed publications That are, are like Journalistic endeavors uh, I guess If you want to call them Journalist sites Or just uh, If you want to call them Trades uh, They <laughs> all mention The word So it says Dave Chappelle Getting Emmy noms For his transphobic special Is just disgusting Do better TV Academy
2: Do Better.
3: Do better. The
1: problem
2: I have is just that there are too many awards. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. that's the real problem here. There are too many extremely niche awards and no one cares. It's oversaturated. Yeah. They're the only, the people actually physically attending the event are the only ones that actually care.
1: Emmy's reward transphobia with nomination for Dave Chappelle's The Closer. I would argue that the nomination is for for what's literally called the variety special. They're criticizing one small. Part of a very large production, mm-hmm. but they believe that because they're what they're what they believe that you're criticizing is sacred, you shouldn't be allowed to do that uh, or hold the whole thing in strong regard because one thing angered them. Yeah, it says Dave Chappelle's The Closer, for which he was criticized once again for punching down and I hate that language uh, on the LGBTQ community, is up for an outstanding variety special Emmy. I hate the concept of punching down because that means that they believe that it's okay to punch up, which means that they think it's okay to punch as long as it's who they believe uh, deserves it.
2: The, The language of punching up versus punching down is talking about jokes, right? Yeah, Not literal no, not, violence no, but, but they're saying but, that
1: you can make jokes But there's rules and stringent uh, uh, Things in place that say Whether you can joke but about you, this You group. can't
2: make any jokes about people who are placed Under you in, in the, the totem
1: pole On the progressive stack you yeah, can only yeah. insult People I, who go uh, go above you
2: Yeah and that, that is ridiculous But also it does like It, it gets at some s- Kernel of truth and then manipulates it Which is that uh, in order for something to be funny It does need to catch people off guard In some way yeah. And it's true that if you're Expected to make a joke At a certain group's expense uh, it, Because you've pigeonholed yourself Then it's not very funny yep. So the punching up and punching down Thing it, it's another Like small truth that they've Twisted yep. and like Turned upside down to to make their point About like power plus privilege
1: I, I always hated the, uh, like, one thing that I used to love is when um, they used to do mean tweets on, like... That
2: was great.
3: It was great because... I like that. It was
1: allowed to, like, let celebrities be kind of put in their place in, like, a funny way that was not meant to be harmful. And they've kind of taken that, like... Sure. I got annoyed when celebrities would then, like, push back on some Joe Schmo on the internet... Like, you're a rich, famous that person. That is punching
3: down. That's, that's that actually but
1: is. I, I, I didn't think it was funny, but I got why why they push back. Because if you're a celebrity, look, you're not looking at it like, okay, I'm rich and famous and this person isn't. They just said something that upset you, and I get mm. why they would do so. But I think that's where a lot of this comes from now. Celebrities want to also be able to punch down... But do, yeah. but you're not allowed to if you're part of specific groups. It's also confusing.
2: And they they have like different celebrities have gotten in trouble for like yeah. exposing someone who, who DM'd them something hateful and it's like, you can't do that. They don't have any followers compared to you and you're mm-hmm. like inciting a mob against them. Yep. Um
1: and like, Which, if you're, if you're that person, you have to understand that if you're going to take the time to say something snide to a celebrity, just understand that it, there is personal responsibility there. If they push back on you, you kind of got yourself into that mess. But I don't think that the other person should be doing it either. I think it's stupid. Right. Uh, yeah,
2: and I do, I do think celebrities have it um, maybe more in the forefront of their mind that there's a status difference than you assume. Like, that is their entire identity, that their they status. they believe that they are deserving of a superior yeah. status than the rest of society.
1: So we've also got, um, uh, if Dave Chappelle wasn't enough, we've got the. M- they they literally do uh, what's called an uh, an Emmy diversity report. Oh my gosh! Uh, where they, they talk about uh, like the like. Oh, what, what, what's interesting about this is that they don't talk about the talent of the people. They just talk about what they look like. Of course. This
2: this is from um, the controversy of Oscars so white. They yes. had to respond all of the award shows had to respond, yes. not just that. Yep. One.
1: And, and they go they have it right down to the number, and they do this, yeah. um, uh, I don't know if it's USC or, or one of the major universities does a, 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 a Hollywood diversity report every year oh, yeah. where they break down the, the demographics of every show that's literally produced in Hollywood um, and then show it around mm-hmm. uh, racial, sexual, uh, ethnic lines, which I think is actually really interesting, but it's the conclusions that they jump to uh, in a in a majority in a country that's like nobody's looking at stuff produced in Africa and 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 then talking about the diversity of like or you, China do, do you remember do you remember when they did the at the uh, at the Olympics when they had the, the Italian soccer team and they're like why is the Italian soccer team so oh, right. uh so yeah uh, not diverse? I remember that it's like
3: <laughs> yeah it, it's, like they're Italians shocking I know but it turns out they're gonna, probably going to be white
1: so so it says after performers of color notched a record forty nine acting in reality hosting primetime Emmy nominations in twenty twenty one the this year has declined to 31 repping a 37% drop still this year's figure is higher than 2019 where there was only 26 non-caucasian actors and reality hosts three emmy categories were completely devoid of nominees from a diverse background lead actress in a limited anthology series supporting actor in a limited anthology series and guest actress in a comedy series uh, there's a, a really great joke here about women not being funny, but I'm not going <laughs> to make that joke. I'm not going to do Wait,
2: it. Wait, please do. No, no. <laughs> That's the That's probably funnier than them, I, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, 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 uh,
1: uh, I'm kidding. Uh, the, the TV Academy also came up short in recognizing Latino and Hispanic performers. No, no. That, now, this is what's weird. Recognizing. They're not asking you to recognize what they you shouldn't be looking to recognize what they look like you should be looking to recognize the work they did what they look like should be secondary because it's not your most Mm -hmm. interesting characteristic
3: this is participation prize culture this is it. Yep. You're black. You're in a movie. Oh, my gosh. You get a prize. That's not all there is to it. a uh, problem.
1: Oscar Isaac is fantastic. Uh, so, like, the, and all the names that are mentioned were, like, for the top half were ones that I recognize, like Sandra Oh. Zendaya just set, uh, she just set a record for being the youngest two-time nominated Emmy award- or ne- Emmy-nominated actress, uh, which is, like, I always make jokes about the idea of, like, the fake fake. Milestones, like, like
2: identity marker. Milestones, milestones, yeah. milestones like,
1: sure. First person of this to be nominated on the third Wednesday of this month during the summer solstice. Yeah. I hate stuff like that. Well, we're the there. one you
2: just listed about Zendaya, I still feel like is you're we're grasping at straws to to make a milestone out of that. It's, it's like it's uh, not it's, exactly a landmark event that she's. Been nominated twice
1: when there was less when there was less, but for her age, I guess I, I guess the idea that they didn't have to make it about a bunch of identity characteristics and just her age, I thought that was yeah. at least more 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 normal. So it says Sandra Oh for lead actress in a drama series for Killing Eve, Zendaya for Euphoria. Uh, Quinta Quinta Brunson, I don't know. Obviously, I know Donald Glover, Oscar Isaac uh, for mm-hmm. lead actor in a limited anthology series. Like, there's a lot of really good actors on there, but that's, that's the focus is in the wrong place. Right, the focus is not. Shouldn't there? Nobody's talking about their performances. They're talking mm-hmm. about. Uh, about what they look like yeah and like Sad. what a disservice to the ones who are nominated of course, right yeah. to oscar isaac to zendaya to sandra oh who got there on their own merit because they're extremely gifted and talented actors uh and it becomes about something so much less uh important than that uh and, and that bothers me but what, what i thought was interesting was also um not sandra oh but uh a, Anthony Anderson made it like a, a funny comment because like one of the things when you look through all these articles, you see all the stuff about snubs who got snubs, like what uh, Yellowstone didn't get any nominations right. this year. Anthony Anderson made did what I think you should do in these cases, and he made a joke. He's just like, like, "You weren't nominated for the final season of Blackish," and he's like, "Well, I'm not saying they're stupid, but they're racist." But he was kidding. He was he was joking. <laughs> and that's and that's what you should do. You should make a joke out of it because he's he's saying it as a joke. They're saying it.
2: But it's interesting Because if he had said that In a serious tone Then they people would, would definitely yeah. Evaluate it Like seriously And think You yeah, know Maybe they are Maybe they are racist For that um, But with what you were saying About how they're They're only considering The least important factors of, of who they are Not the merits Of their acting And like Lydia what you were saying It's like participation Award yeah. culture um, A lot of people would say That this is um, Patronizing And debasing To the actors Yeah But I don't even know if the actors have the same problem with it because actors just want to be celebrated for anything, no matter what the (laughs) circumstance. They don't care why. They don't care if they deserve it. In fact, their first assumption is that they always deserve a celebration. So we're the ones complaining about it, but I don't think they care.
1: Yeah. Uh, Also, it is funny to note that uh, that the Oscars got nominated for an Emmy this year. What? Not for the slap. Could? Yes. What, what does this mean? Uh, I do think it's funny that the Oscars can be nominated for an Emmy. That's award
2: section. What I the heck that is that? I thought that Emmys were only for... Uh like a series
1: no, Well uh, like Dave Chappelle's Variety special So this is up there For uh, the not for best Variety special So it's in the same category As Dave Chappelle So who wins this year Dave Chappelle for Insulting trans people Or Will Smith for Slapping the crap Out of Chris Rock
2: <laughs> If they want people To care about award shows Again then this needs To be the crazy Material that we cover That's What right.
1: they should do Is just have celebrity Boxing like Jake yes. Paul On every single Award saying. show Just it's right in the middle down. Just yeah. uh, who do you want To see Idris Elba Takes on uh, uh uh henry cavill <laughs> to play james bond mm-hmm. and and then they fight oh to the, for
2: casting direction do yeah, it yeah yeah i like that
1: i, I like that but it's celebrity
2: awesome. <laughs> like mainstream celebrities would never do that the as easily as influencers do because i don't know influencers are still kind of seen as more like scrappy and that's yeah. why logan paul does what he does
1: uh, and he's, do, well, he's making a lot of money doing that. So he's uh, he's the smart one out of all of them. We did have an article we were originally going to cover this week that was basically talking about uh, how influencers are starting to like rethink Hollywood, which a lot of them want to make that natural transition into Hollywood. And some of them are rethinking that notion now Don't do that, um, yeah. because, uh, you know, uh, Hollywood's almost like looking to, it's like when YouTube dumped a bunch of money into mainstream news and it's like, why would you do that? You have the infrastructure in your own creators. Uh, that blew creators. my
2: mind. The adpo- thing was so strange to me because the argument was that advertisers deserve to pick and choose where they're advertised on YouTube. But because a YouTube video could be someone else's advertisement or uh, their own representation of their brand or company, shouldn't they get to decide who advertises mm. on their video as well
1: you'd think uh, well, it's
2: two-sided
1: when uh when you guys were doing right after roe v wade in in uh the there was a there was a planned parenthood ad yes, on, on timcast so good that was
2: seamus is like that's a company yeah. timcast is a company right. and a brand that represents itself on youtube yep. a youtube channel is a business so why can't they decide what who advertises that's on their business point. it's like you should ask tim yeah that's it's 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 soliciting yep. but it's not legal
1: all right. Uh, p- <laughs> there was one super chat there. It just says "shotgun" from, D- from Dizwiz. Oh, thank you. Oh. Uh, to shoot uh, why ass. is it a
2: question, though?
1: I, I don't know. Why is it? Why is it a question, Dizwiz? We what need to heck? know. Yeah. All right. So I want to move on. We're going to talk about. Uh, there's a bunch of Disney news uh, that I thought was really interesting. The first being. Um I had a conversation uh, by the way this is the 1 year anniversary of my employment here.
2: Isn't Ooh, that special? Year, I,
1: you know we should get you a cake. That would have been that would have been good. Come
2: on. And then guys. we could sing to you cuz you hate attention. Let's, yes. Let's perfect. not do that. <laughs> it's like, like your birthday all yes, over
1: again. I literally had to like uh make uh Mary not give me a, a cake or, or, or sing to me.
2: So hard for me yeah, that we didn't do anything yeah. for me for your birthday.
1: Sad. It made me it made me very sad. So uh, <laughs> sad. we're we're having some trouble with the with the super chats right now. Oh no!
3: There what's we go. going on? There was didn't
1: go off the, the second time. So oh, all right, we're weird. gonna move on. We're gonna talk about a bunch of stuff from from uh, Disney. So it says Mickey Mouse safe with Disney <laughs> for now as early version enters public domain. And the reason I brought this up because I had a conversation with someone like uh, about a year ago when we were talking about uh, Disney. Uh, and Mickey entering the public domain. Oh, in wow. it.
2: I was curious as to why the old version of Mickey, like Steamboat Willie Mickey, is a different intellectual property when it looks almost exactly That's a good the question. same. I
3: thought they were the same.
2: They do all sorts of different illustrations of Mickey. That yep. why I is one delineated from the Disney other?
3: first drew mice, he drew a mouse named Mortimer. And that might have been the mouse that was on the steamboat. That might have been why it's different. I think it just oh. had a different name. Not sure though. I,
2: what I, I am what hoping for uh, that will come from the old Mickey Mouse going into public domain is a blood and honey esque yes. comedy <laughs> horror like dark comedy yes. death the Mickey slasher Mickey, yeah. film. The, the, well, it doesn't have to be a slasher, but I I just need a think it would be fun. I need like good uh, a good holler on on a Halloween. Is it you
1: know. So, so it says reports that Disney was on the verge of losing the rights to Mickey Mouse emerged last week. While an early version of Mickey Mouse will move to the public domain in 2024, the current version of the beloved character will continue to be protected. According to U.S. copyright law, the copyright uh, on an anonymous or pseudo-anonymous body of artistic work expires after 95 years oh, uh, from wow. the year it was first created. Ah, uh, the iconic character has come to define the entire Disney brand. Made its first appearance as the title character in 1928, Steamboat Willie, which will lapse into the public domain on January 1st, 2024. 95, year, yeah, excuse wow. me, 95 years after its release, hard to believe.
2: That's crazy. This, okay, the possibilities are endless with this. What would you like
1: to see? Like, like if you could, if you could mash up two genres together, <laughs> I would say make a spy horror movie. Spy horror.
2: Spy horror. Spy horror. Spy, spy, horror. Yeah.
1: Uh, of Mickey Mouse. Is that a spot. genre? No, it's not. It okay. I'm making it a genre. It will be.
2: Let's go. I, I'm thinking like a uh, mixing live action
3: and with cartoons.
2: Cartoons oh, like that's fun. The Chippendale Rescue Rangers film could be done like outside of the Disney property. Yep. Um, or like some Roger Rabbit type of project.
1: So it says, uh, however, Steamboat Willie. So now I had never, like, that was a term I had never heard until, like, 2010. I had, ne- I had no idea what Steamboat Willie was. Uh, until somebody well, brought it everyone up knows me.
3: what it is. Uh, You've seen the, the gift; everyone's for sure. seen yeah. it, right? Yeah. So yeah, it no says you uh, will
1: be entering the public domain. Disney will no longer be able to prevent other artists and companies from using the likeness of the characters as they appeared in the short, uh, as the images of the short film will enter public domain to be free for other people to use. Uh-huh. And they are the, Disney, like Marvel, are very, very protective of their protective, of their copyrights. Yeah. I don't know if you guys remember the story about. Disney, uh, a father whose son had passed away, who loved Spider Man, and he put Spider Man—he had Spider Man etched into the into onto his gravestone—and Disney hit him with a lawsuit and had him. So bullish Isn't that evil?
2: Unbelievable!
3: Like
1: imagine, like thinking that the bad publicity from that isn't just enough to.
2: Right. Yeah. I. That's stuff like that reminds you how soulless these conglomerates are, and like the story of them sending that you know little gift basket to Johnny Depp being like oops sorry that we defamed you and <laughs> threw you in the trash because of a lie want to work together um, again yeah just work for us again we'll give you a million dollars over what you said you wouldn't take so <laughs> right. that you can
1: buy alpacas was yeah. It alpacas? Yeah. yeah
2: it was like a million alpacas
1: so it says Steamboat Willie which was the first ever cartoon with synchronized sound with a pioneering was a pioneering feat for modern animation when it was released but Mickey's appearance in the short is different from the We know today However the more modern Version of Mickey Mouse Will not enter the public Domain a lawyer confirmed And Disney has spent A fortune Keeping these things Out of Like I said They spend a fortune On their copyrights And making sure That their intellectual Property is very Very heavily guarded
2: Well will the current Mickey Mouse ever Enter public domain I thought that was Built into how so it, says, it works It
1: says Mickey Mouse, as we know him in uh, in color with gloves and shoes, will not enter the public domain. Says lawyer Mark uh, Mark Jonas. Uh, Mark Jonas Block told uh, told Newsweek later. Uh, including current designs of Mickey Mouse will still be copyrighted under the terms end. So I'm guessing larger, farther down the line from whenever those were first created. Maybe that's why they re uh, like they change it every few years. To prevent it from, I from that so. happening. I think so.
3: Yeah, that's kind of what I came up with when I saw him changing it. As a guy, but I know whether
1: they're doing this. Yep. Yeah, says as such, uh, those uh, the derivatives use uh, derivative uses of steamboat of steamboat Willie version of the character may be used by others. Mickey Mouse will remain the property of Disney for the foreseeable future. So uh, I, I think spy horror Mickey the spy. Goes around and has to uh, uh, take out bad guys in a very gruesome fashion. I oh am my. I am here for it. I like okay, that. Okay, so
2: what you said about, like, why they change him uh, every few years, um, make there a new it iteration ah, oh of him. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and you think that's because of the, the copyright system? To prevent, yeah. like I uh, thought... Honestly, I just thought that was because people's tastes change.
1: Yeah, I mean that too, but it and probably plays into it.
2: Wait, is that why
1: um, I am Like not a logos
2: editor. for companies change over time? Or is that know. still just like marketing?
1: That I don't know. Where's Raquel law when you need right, Seriously, I wish
2: I knew these things. Yeah, let's, uh, let's talk about it.
1: So it says uh, it says. Meanwhile uh, Daniel Maeda Maeda Of the UCL Law uh, School of Law Told the Guardian You can use the Mickey Mouse character As it was originally created To create your own Mickey Mouse stories Or stories with this character But if you do so In a way that people Will think of Disney Which is kind of likely Because uh, <laughs> because they've been Mouse? Investing in the character yeah. For so long Then in theory Disney um, could say You violated uh, my trademark Oh
2: there's their out If I see Steamboat Willie I think of Disney
1: Yep And that's uh, So that's their That's their out for it nice. So we, we don't, don't just of that, um, Disney is also going to be adding a uh, an ad tier to Disney+, Plus, which is hilarious because it's already like the cheapest streaming service. like seven ninety nine or something Joining like Netflix
2: that. Joining Netflix there. Yeah.
1: Um, so, so, yeah. So, the, basically, the idea here is they're going to be doing – they're finding a way to do targeted, targeted advertisements. It says, Disney advertising has a bold vision backed by proven results from the start, and we're thrilled to continue to deliver on our commitment to power, greater automation, and addressability for our customers through this expended deal with the Trade Desk, it says Ferrero, president of advertising sales for Disney Media and Entertainment Distribution. The trade desk develops advertising automation tools and manages an ad network that couples online publishers with brands allowing or er, automation, allowing Disney to sell more ads at scale and accelerate the company's goal to target more of its overall pool of first party first, first party data. Excuse mm. me. Disney has previously said that it wants to automate 50% of its business by 2026. La- last year's upfront advertising sales event, over 40% of the advent inventory that Disney sold was automated. The integration with Trade Desk is likely to captivate many brands that are shifting away from content-focused strategies and moving towards an audience-first method. For instance, advertisers that want to target moms, <laughs> wants to target moms can do so with Disney's family segment. So yeah, you can you can go to certain certain parts. So. Interesting. Um, uh, I, I I imagine that we're going to see in the the next couple of years Most of these Streaming services Will have ad tiers I'm With sure. them Yeah because uh, this is
2: Recession era Yeah Entertainment
1: um, Freebie is already Doing very very I get a lot of ads For oh, freebie yeah the
2: Amazon TV thing
1: uh, Yeah so I just saw that uh, Oddly enough uh, I get a lot of ads For freebie and Tubi Which I don't use But uh, they, they, They're Spending a lot of money To push people Into their content Right So uh, On top of that We have uh, Do you want to talk about Disney and And uh Religion We're going to do it
2: I mean Let's we're going to Anyway We're going to do
1: it Anyway So this I'm is I'm just a, worried uh, <laughs> It's fine. Be fine So basically what happened Was uh, during the, the Pandemic uh, Disney was um, Having trouble uh, With uh, We won't call them What do we call them Shots
2: Enf- Enforcing Yeah Shot Requirements on employees
1: Uh, So it says Disney stock price continues to drop After numerous public scandals And disappointing returns at the box office Disney theme parks are back in the spotlight As more former employees are suing the company For violating their civil rights Uh, Three former employees have sued The Walt Disney Company uh, After claiming that they were fired For refusing to wear face masks And get the COVID-19 vaccine Due to religious reasons And I thought that was the most interesting Because I don't know Is there like a an aspect of that there's always options to
2: uh, apply for an exemption for the shot but I although I'm sympathetic to them I don't understand the argument the religious argument about them that's what
1: I wanted to ask you I don't understand what the uh, is that kind of just like a workaround that they're trying to
2: probably I mean I hate to say that because I am totally sympathetic to to them especially think about Working outdoors uh, yeah. At a theme park Like that In the summer Like that Would be really hard It would be more of
3: a health issue Than a religion thing though I can't imagine Religion yeah, no. affecting Mask wearing That's so bit ba- strange
1: Basically Florida said Like you can't uh, Force people To get this To get the shot And then Disney uh, in Like added Augmented protocols Which basically Made it miserable For people to work there mm-hmm. uh, If they didn't get The shot Which is really Ghoulish Like and... extremely
2: <laughs> Frequent testing Yeah it says,
1: uh, The lawsuit claims That Disney's augmented protocols that were forced on uh, uh, non-vaccinated employees consisted of harsh isolation and restrictions that caused serious breathing and made it nearly impossible to find a compliant manner and location in which to eat or drink while on, while on yeah. shift. Mm. So it's just bullying. Yeah. It's bullying. It
2: is because it's the- trying to get you to quit instead of instead Fire of firing you. Yeah. you so they can't you know give you That's unemployment
3: from pay. the
1: happiest place on earth
3: yeah
2: they're it's, the worst they stink yeah they're not great
1: it's uh, it's, uh it's, i
2: i never really even uh liked the expectation that you apply for a religious exemption to it when like your reason for not wanting this medical treatment doesn't need to have a religious grounds yeah That's it's a, just as valid yeah that you don't want it For no reason at all
1: And there was It wasn't just them There was like Employees for uh, ESPN Which is a subsidiary Of Disney Who One of their reporters It says Uh Disney enforced the policies. Blah blah blah. It says Allison Williams quit last year due to the cable sports networks' requirements. Williams said that she refused to take that because she was going to get pregnant again and was just worried about what was going to happen if she got it. If getting pregnant again, she announced that she was leaving the network because of uh, her frequent her request for recommendation was denied by Disney uh, and ESPN executives. So it's just it's the usual, right? It's these companies. It's a company the size of Disney. Um, Bullying the employees Into doing what they want
2: It's just like the incompetence We were talking about From Marvel Studios Yesterday
1: Uh,
2: They have all of the Resources And people That they could possibly need To make things safe And comfortable For their workers And they don't Because they don't care
1: Uh, On one hand I am one of those people That's always like Look I don't expect Corporations to act like people Their job is to make money Uh, I've always been like I've always been kind of hesitant To be the person who's like Why isn't this company acting Like a a decent person They're not people Their job is to make money Yeah and they are trying to
2: Accommodate thousands of people And I'm sure some of their Their own employees Are uncomfortable with Working with you know, people who haven't had the the shot.
1: Does this feel like a before and after? Like, it feels like so long ago now to me. Like, maybe it just feels like so much time has passed. Like
2: Even, like, a whole year ago, I was done with this whole debate. Like, the whole conversation is just a fatigue, and I think that's intentional because compliance comes, like, after you've lost the will to to keep arguing.
1: Yeah, so so to me, it's like, do you feel like we're moving in a better direction? Like, I still see when we go out, uh, like, it just seems like I don't see a lot of it. but Yeah, um, no,
3: people aren't wearing masks a lot, yeah. and I have to say that the people who want to wear masks should be perfectly free to do so, yep. as long as the people who don't want to wear masks are not required to do and so. And I'm not
1: seeing people complain. Like, I don't go places and have people, like, complain to me about not wearing one or anything like I that. I
3: keep so. seeing this on Twitter as these celebrities talking about how I am so holy because I was the only person on the plane wearing the mask. And I'm like, <laughs> you need to get true? a hobby. Is that actually true? Yes, get a hobby because this isn't, even interesting to most people anymore this to me just sounds like a war of attrition i saw that california is trying to bring uh the masks back again
1: yeah no they, they did for i was actually that we were going to do a segment on that oh, and ended up, it ended up yeah. getting bumped uh yeah. the film and television industry reinstituted it recently Jeez. for indoor filming of movies and television shows so that's not even entirely off the table there and there's too much money to be made in the protocols this, uh,
3: this pressure is going to restructure that entire industry. Any industry that tries to stick with strict masking is going to end up pushing sane people out and keeping all the crazies. Kind of like we saw with policing when in 2020 yeah. they were trying to enforce all these unconstitutional rules about COVID and everyone who had any shred of common sense was like, I'm out. This yeah. doesn't make sense. Goodbye. And then you see like what we had in Ubaldi. But I digress because that's current <laughs> events stuff. That's current events lot. stuff.
2: Super chats. Unavailable ID name said... Bring back celebrity death match from OG MTV, <laughs> but real life, and maybe not the death. I don't think it would be legal. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't no. <laughs> know
1: if I, I, is Mary too young to know what celebrity death is. Mary might be too young to know I'm what celebrity I am. death matches. Uh, imagine, do you, do you know what claymation is? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Claymation celebrities fighting to the death.
2: Oh, nice. Oh, that's fun. So yes. I like that. We'll that's
1: watch. Well, it. It's got to be online. Who owns MTV? I don't know who owns MTV. Oh, um, we might have to like find an episode online and watch it. I remember the Stone Cold Steve Austin episode being MTV great. MTV
2: has been going downhill for a while. Like thirty years.
1: Every year there's like an it's like happy fortieth anniversary to MTV. Thanks for the fifteen years of music. Uh, (laughs) Oh
2: honestly. (laughs) Uh that app said I gave her a good old fashioned Steamboat Willie. Oh my my god. Uh,
3: If you guys haven't seen that, Steamboat Willie, it's adorable. It's very cute. You should check it out.
2: Uh, bro, Cody said Mickey Mouse, but as a vulgar, coked out 1920s Capone-style <laughs> yeah. gangster, Tommy Guns. And
3: yes, Yes, kind of like South Park did with. Him. I like this a lot. Yeah, he's a little terrorist.
1: I'm down for that one. So Love we've got uh, we've got some good. I, I think we can't use that now because technically he's Boo. presented it to us. He could uh, we could get. Can they copyrighted. Just
2: remake Goodfellas but with Steamboat Willie? All the characters are <laughs> Steamboat Willie. <That'd> <laughs>
1: All right, we're going to move on. We're talking about DC rumors and both of these are very 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 good guys. Uh the first one here says uh this is just the description of what they're saying that the Joker movie could be about. It's
2: a lot. Like I almost it's, am feeling like I don't want to watch this movie. That's interesting. But, but it's
1: like it's kind of like the the musical parts kind of like what I described what I thought it would be when they announced that Lady that Gaga. That it's like a dark yeah.
2: comedy uh, aspect where they're like <laughs> they're doing a musical number while blood is flying everywhere. That's great.
1: Exactly. So it says, like Joker 2 rumors include R-word scenes, decapitations, and torture. I wow. don't know if I can say the R- uh, R-word there. So it says, uh, a batch of Joker 2 plot rumors have hit the net, well, uh, which comes off pretty wild as it claims that the sequel features R-word scenes. You guys know that word. It rhymes with grape. Grape, grape scenes. Grape soda. Yes. Um, uh, decapitation and torture scenes and is described as 50 times more violent than any other mainstream comic book movie we've oh ever my gosh. seen.
3: gosh. No, rumors, thank you.
1: The rumors come from the site World of Real, which admits that they are not sure how much of the following claims are true, but states that the info comes from a previous source that had uh, given them uh, accurate information before. So it says the first Joker movie did see Todd Phillips and Joaquin Phoenix push the boundaries big time. I wouldn't go that far. Yeah. I don't think it was as bad as people made it out I guess to they did beat. shoot
3: that
2: one guy. Did, that was pretty much it though, right?
3: The guys so in the subway. not even very graphic. No, right. it
1: wasn't. It's that was a, like
2: a blood splatter.
1: It was just kind of shocking to see it done that way. And everyone
2: it, knew that that scene was gonna happen if you had been looking at anything on social media yeah. beforehand. <laughs> Spoiler alerts.
1: So it <laughs> says so but the below description is not even close to a comparison as it goes further than anything anything seen in most flicks, let alone comic book movies. It is known that WB initially didn't want to make the Todd Phillips Joker movie. That's true. They did not want to make it at all. But then they made a billion dollars, which of course means that uh, You gotta do it again and again and again
2: and again and dead. again. Yeah. You just keep doing it again. Until you break even on the last sequel. <laughs> that's
1: really how it is too, right? Like just like Downward trend.
2: There's <laughs> so nothing uh, left in the piggy bank.
1: Joaquin Phoenix as Arthur Fleck escapes prison and goes on a killing rampage before oh meeting the character played by Lady Gaga, who is extremely deranged as well, but said to be <laughs> in her own way. I was so, uh, hoping that what they would do is if they're saying that she's not playing Harley Quinn, I was hoping she would be like his prison doctor. You could at
2: least reflect <laughs> what the original plot yeah. would be.
1: Harley, You could call her Harleen. Harleen Q. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's Quinzel. So it says uh, it claimed that the Joker and Lady Gaga characters' relationship is not a straightforward romance, but said to be more of a Tom and Jerry type of situation. The script is said to be to have a body count through the roof, and that the deaths are extremely gruesome.
2: It's gonna be slapstick, but bloody and (laughs) and death. Oh my gosh! Like that's. I love it.
1: It has potential for sure. Uh, with Mi- add Mickey Mouse in there for yeah, the hell it of it. Put
3: Steamboat yeah. Willie <laughs> in the... Oh my God,
1: what if they did that? <laughs> That'd be maybe? so great. Like as a way like we're never selling to Disney so they kill Steamboat Willie in the movie. Oh my
3: gosh.
1: Uh, as the film is said to be a musical it is said to not expect something like La La Land or A Star is Born, an example given as the musical parts is something like singing in the rain uh, R-word scene from A Clockwork Orange. Oof. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. It's clean. Yeah. It claims that the musical scenes in Joker 2 will make all traditional fans of the musical genre walk out of the theater. I don't know if if they want to do that.
2: Well, as we were saying yesterday, again, the only thing they need you to do is buy the ticket. They don't care about watch time, which does bother me. But um, I think it would also inflate their egos if they could offend people.
1: So okay, so uh, would you? Does the do you draw the line at like R word scenes? Like like listen, him like the Joker killing a bunch of people doesn't bother me. The the idea. Thank you, thank you. The idea that they add more like like the other stuff feels like it would be for shock value alone and not really because it adds to the script. So yeah, yeah,
3: Andrew Clavin talks all the time about how you can tell a culture is dying based on their art, and I think this is a perfect example because it seems very much like they're out of ideas. And they're just going with shock content, which I hate to see. And to be fair, this
1: is a rumor. We don't know right. if, if this is if true. If this is
3: true, they're just going with the shock, which wouldn't surprise me because I do think that we're kind of shell or
1: and, shell. And oftentimes uh, they're done this way and then cut down in post-production to be far less gory and bloody. Right. Um, like Wes Craven used to do with his horror movies where he would uh, make a much more vis- like visceral and violent cut to show the MPAA. So that way, the one he actually wanted to be the, the final big cut. Ask. Yeah, it was yeah. basically the the horror movie equivalent of the big ask. Yeah, where he leaves it, and then he can take out and make the movie he wants, and that one doesn't get censored. Yeah,
3: and people so, are saying like Sweeney Todd, which I think that would be a maybe yeah. a similar comparison, but with more you know grape grape juice. <laughs> so so we'll <laughs> we'll see where that goes, and
1: then uh, uh, beyond this one, which I, I thought this was interesting, I like this one even more, which is that they want Elliot Page to play he the is, Flash. You want amazing. this
2: in the future?
3: Okay.
1: Okay. i love it put it okay put it this way uh, why are
2: you guys leaning
1: if we have so? to if we have it. to let's go if we have to if we have to do this right let's uh, and, go all the and way. We have to and, and, they're, and they're gonna <laughs> and they're ha- gonna have to make the flash just kind of like a lame um side character uh played by somebody that uh is is kind of banking on their identity Elliot page is far less like of a liability to Warner Brothers. Virtue signally Sure Annoying Sure yeah, Uh grooming kids No That's yeah, good yeah, uh, We yeah. got that She's got th- we, we hope got that. We you got certainly that hope, so. We hope yeah. so, uh, so So I think they could Actually pull it off With Elliot Page Do I think they will No Do I want that No I, I would like to see Like just about anyone uh, But them play them But uh, it is Now funny. I'm just
2: imagining A scene of Elliot Page <laughs> Hanging from the rafters On those Those fishing lines oh
1: Doing the stupid run Doing yeah. the
2: run Mid air <laughs> oh
1: If you guys uh, if you guys haven't uh, oh, <laughs> look at the, so um, bad. there's a everyone made fun of the way that he runs in the flat in, in the in the Justice League movie. Watch the behind the scenes thing of him doing it. And you understand why it looks so ridiculous. It's <laughs> literally him on like wires in a green screen room trying to run and just looking completely ridiculous. So it says nice. someone might be in the conversation to replace Ezra Miller in the, in the role of The Flash, even though Warner Brothers Discovery has made it perfectly clear through their inaction that they are sticking with the powder keg of an actor. Ugh. And to be fair, it's been like a, a week since Nothing we've had an Ezra Miller, instance, there was a point where I wanted to put a sign behind us that said it's been X Day many since, days yeah. since the last Didn't Ezra I Didn't they
2: say he's uh, trying to heal and uh, is in therapy or some vague allusion to for, that? Good for him. Uh, I don't know if for, that's true, but like, Edra. where is Tokata ironized? Yeah. That's my first question. Uh, where is he and have the papers been served? On both protective orders. We never
1: found out if if they reached him. Has
2: the father in Hawaii gotten custody of his children... Back from the single mother who is being sheltered at his farm in Vermont. Seriously, so I would like to know.
1: <laughs> so it says, it says. an insider who has the ear of geekosity tells the site that although no discussions with Page have begun, the trans actor is someone Warner Brother Discovery would look at for the role. However, this uh, this is only the uh, this is only once the Flash movie has been released and done whatever kind of business it can. So the idea is that they'll let Ezra finish. Uh, the, the, he'll finish that first movie, and then they can use the Flashpoint paradox. Or any number of storylines to replace them Uh, Like I said In in a world of ridiculousness It's like one of the least ridiculous ways They could go about it. I think it's a
3: perfect crossover between the Elliot Page story Insanity and the freaking Ezra Miller Insanity and I do have to say In passing there was an article that came out yesterday About the mounting accusations Against him and he's throwing around terms like Transphobe Mm -hmm. and Nazi To me he's just starting to sound like A social justice warrior so I'm really hoping That you know, his employer is really just enjoying working with him because this is what the future is going to be like. He sounds like a bully. He the does. Cry bully. Yeah, cry bully. Cry bully. Yep. Uh,
1: the language of that was always what I, what I, is what always struck me as particularly it's evil phobic. about Please. like uh, acting badly and then using your identity as a way of shielding yourself from criticism. Or even like uh, when he was getting searched by the cop and you said, I, I want a, pl- a female police officer to search me, knowing that he's had consensual relationships yeah. with women that makes that Which creepy. at the
2: very least Elliot Page Has not been You know Found yeah. out of uh, yeah. Doing anything right, Similar yeah, to so that But why uh, I Why no does the person with- Casted as the Flash Have to Have uh, Some kind of unique and androgynous look that is actually not uh visually interesting yeah seriously. elliot page
1: at most is just kind of annoying with the virtue signaling and complaining i yeah. mean
2: not kind of like very, <laughs> very but, <much> so. um, <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm being charitable <laughs> at yeah. least
2: we don't have record of any physical assaults grooming <laughs> no women
1: have had chairs thrown at them yeah, by elliot illegal page. business
2: that's dealings that's right um
1: no loose firearms Kidnapping, left around yeah. kids. No drugs uh, that we
3: know of. No
1: <laughs> cult-like behavior yep, uh, yep. or whatever they're talking about. Yes. So, yep. Never uh, rule
3: out the possibility. That's true. Notwithstanding their pronouns... They haven't done anything really that. The wrong. chances Nothing, of the I new Flash
2: really. actor uh, being a criminal are <laughs> slim, slimlet, but, but, never but never zero. zero but it never,
1: turns out never zero. So it says, but according to leaks from the test screenings, he also plays a third Barry Allen who is ultimately evil, uh, responsible for messing up the multiverse. Reshoots would cover three parts portrayed by Miller, who's in almost every scene, which is why they cannot replace him in the movie. But afterwards, you have, you know the world is your oyster. You can run through a bunch of uh, Allens. I don't why they didn't use. Grant Gustin because Grant Gustin isn't on the star level mm. uh, of these people but I, I don't think Elliot Page it's not who I would cast it's not who I would cast yeah. who would you cast I don't that, that's a very good question. I would have had to prepare that But I would like to know in the chat who they would cast as. also
2: I want to know like if you had a a, a button on, on one side of you and another button and like one button means they're not going to release the movie and the other means they're going to release the movie with Ezra Miller in it like Oof. Which button do you press? Don't release it. Don't release
3: it.
1: 100%. Don't release it. I
2: press release it because I like chaos. Yep. <laughs> okay. And but it depends on if the contract means that uh, Ezra gets a cut percentage. of the profits. Yep. I know that a ton of people are going to see it just because of the controversy. That includes me.
1: Likely a percentage. There you go. Um, so, uh, it does excite
2: me for summer 2023. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie fun. about that. I'm a bad person. Well, think
1: about that. We've got we've got that. We've got Aquaman two to review with with Amber Heard. Oh, so great. so maybe I, keep I it
2: coming. I just
1: take Ezra Miller and Amber Heard and make a buddy cop comedy through Warner there Brothers. It's go. all Warner Brothers properties. Yeah, so perfect. They, they could do they could do that. So says, They're uh, doing great over there. <laughs> uh, well, think, well, think about that right like uh for all the problems that disney has like what we were talking about yesterday that for the most part their actors stay kind of
2: sane uh,
1: out of trouble Reasonable. right like i'm trying to think in
2: comparison
3: like, uh, yeah, yeah it, like
1: uh, they're, they're not hiring people that are like getting arrested every few days like imagine yeah. being david Zaslav taking over warner media and having to like deal with this every day there's no good way to handle it it's like uh, it's
3: like the guy in um Whatever that shows, who comes back with the pizza And everything's on fire like he opens The door and yep. there's just like 18 <laughs> fires all Around him he's just standing there
1: it's it's like uh, Hiring Elliot Page would be a good Way to like change the course of the Discussion
2: but also Elliot Page is in okay. Umbrella Academy Which I thought the whole appeal of that Is that it's not Marvel uh, right? Uh, that well, it's like the biggest superhero Franchise that um, Is out right now on, on Netflix that is not uh, It's not aligning with you know, like it's not conforming to Marvel expectations. But I also
1: feel like Elliot Page fits in that same kind of like uh, indie darling persona mm-hmm. that Ezra Miller had at at one time before he became uh, who he is now.
2: Yeah, like Juno and Perks of Juno. Being a Wolf are are very much in the same wheelhouse manic
1: pixie dream girl hate it yeah i know right it feels like the world is crashing in on itself and we're gonna get stuck between 2006 and 2012 (laughs) again i think that's (laughs) when gino came out in 2006 (laughs) so i would like to know who in the if anybody in the chat said uh who they would have Somebody said
3: danny devito (laughs) somebody said tim pool somebody said brett so we're getting some great recommendations those are great yeah i I love this recommendation chad michael Murray. yeah chad michael he's too old now i was gonna recommend
2: amber heard but we haven't
3: we could get <laughs> Amber
1: Heard as The Flash. That's perfect. I was there thinking
2: Amber Heard as uh, Harley Quinn or oh, Harleen be good. Quinzel in Joker 2
1: because... That would be like almost spot on Bleach casting. Bleach that woman's
2: hair. I think she's unhinged enough that yes. it would actually be good.
1: Uh, and they she l- wouldn't even need to act. They they can just take lines from the trial. Well, yeah. That'd be great. My dog <laughs> stepped in a B, Mr. J. <laughs> yeah. That would be great. So uh, there were some super chats there.
2: Irie sent us $4.20. I wonder Canadian why. dollars. <laughs> Thank you, Maple Leaf. Uh, saying, I like you. Oh, thanks. We like you, too. Thank you. Bro Cody said, you can use the Mickey Mouse gangster idea. I won't sue. Can't say the same about Disney, though. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, if it reminds you of Disney, they can sue. Yeah. So
1: Technically, I think the evidence that we can't incoming. use it now is like literally in this, uh, in this episode. Yeah.
2: So. <laughs> uh, Johnny Beck sent us a thumbs up which sticker. she usually does. Oh, Thank, how you. Cute. Thank, Thank you.
1: Thank you. All right, let's move on. Uh, I, I, I do think that they should do it, though. I, I think they should cast Elliot Page and just go with it. Yeah, uh, burn
3: it all down. All right, so <laughs> I,
1: I want to talk first uh, in Podluck. We're in Podluck. We don't have a theme song. No Dane today. Uh, so it says, Star Wars Moses Ingram Reva Lightsaber fails to deliver for Hasbro. So basically what this is is they... Um, They tried to crowdfund a a lightsaber for Reva's character. And what I want to talk about here is uh, how you know when something is organic and how you know when something is astroturfed, meaning that Mm -hmm. if Disney, if Star Wars cannot produce a crowdfunding campaign that can fulfill this type of uh, requirement, what hope do the rest of us have? And we have proof that there is hope. Uh, down the line so it says in, it turns out that Star Wars fans are not all that interested in the Moses Ingram Reva lightsaber from Hasbro from the Obi-Wan Kenobi Disney Plus series which really isn't a surprise and they're they're right about that that's not really a surprise I don't think anybody was really all that surprised considering nobody really um liked the the people who liked it liked it because other people I didn't don't like think
2: it. that they they liked Reva I think they liked the idea that by You know, celebrating Kenobi, like the series, and um, celebrating her objectively mediocre acting, Mm -hmm. they were winning social points. um, And the producers of the show definitely played into that by uh, amplifying generally like astroturfed hate against moses ingram i I don't think was they grabbed a few things they're like oh my gosh there's so much hate for this it really wasn't even there and they like amplified it and then made it even worse they needed something
3: they needed the clicks they needed the attention i never would have heard of this if it weren't for that so i guess
2: and the people who were going to be sycophants for anything star wars or anything disney already were going to like it no matter what it was
1: So, and the people that hate it are, like, I I do believe that the people that liked it like it in spite of the people that don't like it, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And you could say the same the other way around. I thought the character was boring and that she, like, it's not the role she was meant to play. The the emotional stuff she did at the end was a thousand times better than her trying to be, like... uh,
2: Yeah, and I've heard good things about her acting in other roles. Exactly.
1: So So they just miscast. Sometimes you just miscast. So, like I said... uh,
2: But also, the script's... Was horrible uh, The budgeting yes. for yeah, effects is horrible So bad <laughs> um, So basically they wanted
1: it To do a lightsaber it was, it was Based on the one It set up for
2: failure Even though like Disney has these things Like basically Falling into their lap That seem like Naturally it would be A smash hit And then they just They they mess it up every time.
1: So it says, uh, Hasbro has a program where they crowdfund certain products under its HasLab brand that are considered on the higher end of toys and such. For example, I helped crowdfund the Hasbro Galactus figure, which looks pretty awesome and comes with all kinds of extras. Galactus was backed by over 30,000 fans and should be released sometime in the next few months. However, as seen below, Moses Ingram's Reva lightsaber couldn't even reach five thousand backers, and it didn't even reach thirty percent of its goal. So that meant Star Wars fans just aren't that interested. Mm-hmm. This is every day there was articles about how great this character was and how much people—not about how great she was, but how how like popular she was, right? Yeah, it's and sort you of like the
2: manufactured fanfare for America Chavez. Yes, it is not real. There's an entire. Like infrastructure, it seems to astroturfing fanfare and hype about characters that don't have an invested fan base. So,
1: so uh, how do you know when something is invested upon? How do you know when something has actual. Uh, interest from the public. Well, uh, there is a YouTuber named Eric D. July who has been yes, on Tim Cast right, twice. Yeah. Who just launched the Ripiverse, which Rip is his uh, his answer to the comic book issues going on in the world right good now. For him. And what I love about that is he's he's focusing on his solution to the problem. He's yes. not just talking about what he doesn't like. He's making what he wants to make. That is a good thing. Mm-hmm. He made a million dollars in twenty four hours.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes, I saw that. That was impressive.
1: It's now like one million. 1.2 million now in People the first 2 really days. I would love to, to know
2: the the average amount of uh it's probably one like 10 of the bucks. donations yeah. cuz that would say a lot about the 14, whether or not it was astroturf.
1: 14,664 purchasers. Crazy. So you have to divide that down. So, so the thing about crowdfunding is, is you're not just buying one book, right? You're buying the add-ons, the stuff that comes with it. That's the whole beauty of, of the crowdfunding platform, is you're buying a uh, a prestige product, you're right?
3: Fourteen thousand 14,000 donators? Uh,
1: 14,664 backers, uh, okay. purchasers. That's
3: about
1: 68 uh, for, bucks a person. So for one uh, $1,358,077. Oh, it's more than
3: that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, so how do you so know, organic. thank you, how do you know when something is AstroTurf and when something isn't, when the fan engagement is natural and real? He built this website, like this is his, Like he didn't use Indiegogo, he didn't use Filtered Kickstarter, himself, yeah. he built the website out himself to launch Isom number one, and people who have flocked to his channel, which is like 500,000 or more subscribers, uh, are clearly showing that they care and that they want to support his product. I did not purchase, but I, I think I might actually just do it now. I, I bought yeah. the first Jawbreakers book from Zach uh, when that came out, and I haven't done uh, a bunch of the crowdfunding stuff. But I care because so much of what we talk about, is it's me trying to dis- dis- like discern what's astroturfed, what's real, and what isn't. We think- talk a lot about dead internet theory. We talk a lot about whether Twitter is real or not. How do you know when what people care about is actually real? By memes. This, uh, and when people yes. actually put their money Where their mouth is
3: So putting your money where your mouth is Is like the physical manifestation of a meme It's something that you agree with It's something you identify with You see yourself in it And you want to see more of it Put your money there Awesome It's better than a meme It's more involved I, I would agree I would argue That Twitter is not dead That the internet is not dead Pretty much solely because of the existence of memes And I don't believe it's a tiny percentage of people who do it I think these are ideas floating around out there That just attach themselves to the image And people latch onto them Pass them on
1: I recommend checking out uh, um, his, the channel's young rip of five, nine, but yeah. he does a podcast called for Canon sake. I tend to like his individual videos more than the, than the long form podcast, but that's me in general. Like I, I like Tim's videos more than I watched the podcast right, yeah. to start with. I just like the, the format of the more organized uh, structure, but it says uh, basically it says getting a start as a rapper July moved into cultural commentary in 2015. He had a really landmark video uh, criticizing, um, Supergirl the Supergirl television show yeah. that went very very viral at that time and he's got a he's very no nonsense and he's very very he uh, does
3: not pull his punch. he does not pull he's like great if, if uh, <laughs> he's not
1: a guy I would want criticizing me I, I should say like you know what I mean like uh, like if you're getting critiqued by him you're getting the You've um, done
3: something wrong
1: or, or, or <laughs> you're getting a you're not you're not getting a sugar-coated version of sure. it which I appreciate exactly. and uh,
2: 2015 uh, was definitely the time on YouTube to make videos like that yep
1: uh, so, uh, But then uh, because, uh, like we talked about, uh, the internet being uh, astroturfed and the fact that they don't want these things to succeed, the comic book subreddit bans his uh, the Ripperverse comic for supporting uh, supporting comics from hate groups. Oh, I had please. to give uh, Mary kind of a crash yeah. course into what Comicsgate was and Comicsgate being kind of uh, an offshoot of what Gamergate uh. was prior to that. It goes back to the concept of uh, customer service age. and them hating the fact that yeah. ca- all of the... The the creators on YouTube Who make comics uh, Tended to just talk down To the fans Or block them I would think
2: there would be A a considerable considerable amount Of um, overlap Between the fan bases Of of comics and games So I was surprised I didn't hear about the comics gate
1: there was a lot of there was uh there was zach from comics matter formerly diversity in comics obviously young rip of five nine ethan van skyver captain cummings in the early days uh there's um that umbrella guy
2: equivalent like (laughs) Uh, antagonists like neo Sarkeesian for that industry. <laughs>
1: pretty who much, all, is that? Yeah. pretty much all of the mainstream uh, press and rich Johnston, Bleeding Cool, are all kind of yeah, yeah, are all all critics of it. I I don't as somebody who didn't uh, like I said I backed his uh, Zach's first Jawbreakers book, but didn't like I I invested heavily in watching it unfold, kind of like as like a watching a slow motion car wreck as the industry like lost (laughs) business more and more every year. But I I just love to see like in a world where Star Wars can't even fulfill a crowdfunding campaign. I love the idea that somebody on his own was able to spend a lot of money. He's been building that site out and getting this ready for a long time. And you can do that if you have uh, a platform that you've built a strong vision and a willingness to follow through on what you're doing, it just mm-hmm. takes a lot of work. And if you're going to stand up to these big corporations, which I said, most of our job is discerning what's real and what isn't amongst these companies. What's AstroTurfed, what isn't? What do people actually yeah. care about? What don't they care about? Uh, how often is that a conversation you know, like of what we talk about here? Um, seeing a concrete financial way of seeing what was actually gained from this is really encouraging and
2: not even just in terms of uh, your organic support um but you've only succeeded if people feel strongly about what you're doing both negative and positive True. yeah so we saw that like the hate for moses ingram was astroturfed and the fanfare was astroturfed yep. and in this case there's a strong support for ripiverse and then the hate for it is very very real yep and it's very strong and like this this tweet said they're terrified of what you're creating yeah which is like insane to think about. It's literally just a comic, but if you've made people feel that strongly about what you created, I think you're doing something right. And he said, "We don't need the folks that wish to protect There's the old guard. What they he can't talks stop of, yeah. us, and we're going to win." Yeah.
1: What he talks about a lot is that the legitimacy that you give these franchises, like Star Wars, like DC, like Marvel, you provide them the That's legitimacy right. by by, True. by 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 just pretending like their opinion matters more it than doesn't. yours does it doesn't. it doesn't so uh what we do here is even like you know it's like uh is is what uh, tim does any less legitimate than cnn no it's not absolutely it's more not. legitimate absolutely not uh and you give the legitimacy to it to these companies by allowing their opinions to sway how you behave by uh by pretending like what they say matters yes. to you
3: and I don't know, I'm, I'm sure you guys, neither neither of you guys and none of your audience have read Terry Pratchett, he was a British author. He talks about something called an invisible hammer where it turns out that if you stand up for your own rights and you take things into your own hands, a lot of the time some of these cultural norms, these expectations that, oh my gosh, CNN's gonna blow you out of the water are totally misplaced, it doesn't happen at all. So if you take that step, You'll find out. This is what Andrew Breitbart is talking about when he says, you know, you need to be brave. You need to go through the fire and you need to show other people that it can be done. Because once you do it, other people are going to realize it can be done.
1: Well, even look at CNN Plus had like what? It, it <laughs> collapsed in three weeks. A
2: lot That's of what amazing. CNN or similar conglomerates rely on is just projecting the idea that exactly. they are influential. When in reality, something independently owned, like an independent media company like this one, has considerably, uh, like close to equal or more influence over real people and and their opinions,
1: especially when you look at how many people watch every night. Like yeah. consistently every night right. uh, And stick by yeah, it, it and Yeah, it's encouraging And not just that But engagement is high Like it's one thing to watch At an airport uh, In passing It's another thing To be engaged In what We're you're watching And not in any
3: airports Exactly yeah. well, That's what I'm saying Like uh, <laughs> it's
1: one thing to, pa- to watch something passively In an airport uh, And just look at it As something that's on And engage with something Like they're doing with this Or like they do with IRL That's a whole different yeah. approach mm-hmm. And it's far more uh, I think it's far more influential yep. and I think it's going to have a far longer lasting impact than people proceed yes, to. Yes,
3: because you're at the forefront of people's minds. People will look at the clock and be like, oh my gosh, it's three. I'm going to watch pop culture crisis or mm-hmm. it's eight. I'm going to watch, you know, Tim Castirel. Mm-hmm. That's where you want to be. That way people aren't just passively absorbing it. Although that has power too. CNN has definitely found, but An- this is way more.
1: Another power. reason why it bothered me that YouTube spent so much money astroturfing celebrities when their independent creators always get more engagement than right. like, uh, oh, nobody cares about Will Smith on YouTube. They care about Will Smith at the movie theater.
3: Not on they, YouTube, but they don't yeah. care about
1: Will Smith on YouTube. At least interesting, I don't care, right? Right, like yeah. you know what I mean? Like a a, YouTube Rewind. Would would I, would I care about PewDiePie in a movie theater? Probably not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't that actually doesn't sound that interesting different to me. Platform. But that's what I'm saying. It's uh, different platforms provide you with a different reason to watch different people, and, and they want the one size fits all approach, and we, we don't have that anymore, and you can't. Uh, you can't embrace that. Yeah. So I just, I, I think that this is extremely awesome to see this. And a lot of these other creators, Uh I know Yellow Flash is going to be releasing his own comic as well. Oh, uh, cool. uh, a lot of them, Listen, I don't uh like, I follow that part of the industry passively and I don't talk about comics extensively on here. I just thought it was hilarious that Star Wars, freaking Star Wars, which sold for $4 billion to Disney could not crowdfund a lightsaber. Yeah,
2: there are some things that you just can't fake, which sounds ridiculous no, it's in true. this day and yeah. age because of like so much of our, our news and what the we watch mo- being fake. But this, it's true. This makes me think
3: of Michael Bloomberg. Throwing money at the presidential race, yeah. Everyone I forgot about would, that, dude. It was insane. Yeah. I remember his videos used to come across Tim Cast videos, and we yeah. were just like, "heck yeah, bring it in." We're not going to vote for you. We're going to talk trash about you on every video, <laughs> but give us the money. <laughs> and it didn't work. And I found that to be very encouraging. I was like, "It doesn't matter how much money you throw at this; it's not going to work." Yep. Sorry. Can
1: you buy the, your way into? You well, even like, forgive me for again. I, I guess not po- political, but like Donald Trump got most of his donations from small donations from. Yeah. Yeah. A larger very amount of people roots. right? Yeah, yeah okay. not
3: astroturfed
1: the, the funny thing here Is like the lightsaber Actually looks pretty cool Yeah that's like, interesting I would actually I would actually like I mean I wouldn't buy it Because I'm not a huge Star Wars fan But maybe Andrew would uh, <laughs> Would like uh, I like, mean
2: they should him, yeah. They should make it So that when you Light up the lightsaber It loads like a progress bar Very yeah. slowly Just like they did in the show
1: Yep So That would it, be perfect It's it's just It just goes to prove That the internet Is kind of helping us uh, Discern what's real And what isn't If you just have a way Of, uh, it of gauging It is somewhat
2: it like an optimistic yep. take on it.
1: There's some super chats there.
2: Let's see. Uh, Hobbit said all the fans that didn't fund the saber Racist. Oh <laughs> that, uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> which, which is
1: funny too, because uh, somebody asked. They said, uh, "They said, is is that what it is with uh, with Reva versus uh, Eric July?" I was like, "No, because they're both uh, African Americans, That's correct?" Uh, and he is just a, a far more engaging and a, a far more talented. Not that she's not talented, but that the work she was in was not talented. He brought his uh, own
3: chair. He's doing his own thing.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then, how about not only al- do
2: so much with the the Kenobi script. Yep. Yeah. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> um. Areftas of Stet said the Flash is my favorite superhero and I'm upset. See, See, Brett.
1: Dane is always like, nobody cares about the Flash. I'm like, that's no, not you true. you say that too. No, I do not say that. Dane says that. Really? People love the Flash. Do they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. People oh, love the Flash. People. Wally West.
2: I I don't think they would be happy to see Elliot Page as the Flash. I I'm
1: like okay. I'm like half kidding when I say that I think it's a good idea. Like I I just think as I was like, I was, like l- we're literally in a period now. I'm like just hire somebody that's not going to be creepy with kids. A very low bar. It, it, very it, low. Like, don't have like not creepy with kids <laughs> uh, and not leaving <laughs> guns out uh, his house in this house and 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 you're fine. Okay.
2: Um, <laughs> Hobbit also proposed Seamus shim cast as yes as the flash would that work? That'd be good that'd be great is he fast he's pretty fast he's like have you chased him before do you know I don't he's know. a little twitchy it's he, great he, it's a, he i love it twitchy. yeah
1: have him running to a pot of gold Dan <laughs> that'd be so good
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> let's bring him back we'll do that
2: um and he said the stupor it stupid inquisitor helicopter blades suck oh my gosh I don't um
1: know about that. i i they should have done it on on the uh, a whole series on just uh the the grand inquisitor There you go. That guy looked way cooler.
2: There you go. The special effects in Kenobi were, like, (laughs) just absolutely (laughs) (laughs) pathetic. Uh, I'll say that much. The gate.
1: Yeah. The gate that you could just walk around.
2: I, Ah. I can't. Um... Was that? I just I almost thought that was like a joke. I know, right? But it wasn't. They they really just like overlooked that completely. Oh my gosh! Gold Macro said that's because Disney ruined the IP. Mm-hmm. They did.
1: They absolutely did. And that's I feel bad for all the the big Star Wars fans to watch it to watch it get ruined like that.
2: And it's weird because they they had it just served them on a silver platter.
1: Yep, the, they could have made uh, infinitely more money uh, mm-hmm. if they had just stuck with it and done and done a better job. But George, George Lucas
2: not. literally. Gave, gave them him. <laughs> the idea of what he wanted and they were like mm, nope no we can think of something better
1: we're not doing that <laughs> right <laughs> all right so also before we uh, before we go i want to mention that uh reggae jean page is no longer in the lead of the run-up for to be cast as the na- next James Bond, in Good. the more no, you don't think you don't think so. I think he's like in that first picture there. He could he could play James he Bond. Get it? Yeah. If yeah. The, I, I don't think I think Idris Elba is too old. Uh, I I think Henry Cavill is kind of like I don't like Henry Cavill. Like as long as they don't give him that haircut, look at his haircut in that photo. It's oh god. Oh It does not does <laughs> oh, not suit hate him. Does that Doesn't yeah, have any favorites. That is like whoever did that hates him. Like whoever gave him that haircut for that movie just hates his guts. That's well, funny.
2: that picture of of uh, James looks like. Somebody who like orders an impossible whopper. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> That's I hate exactly it. what looks oh like. I'm not
3: a huge fan.
1: <laughs> so uh, Henry Cavill is three to one odds. Well, uh, Reggae Jean Page is seven to two, and he- and uh, Tom Hardy is tied with Chiwetel Ejiofor. She would tell Edgy Four is getting up there in age too, but he'd be a, he'd be an interesting choice as well. What uh, would you
2: say is too old or too young to be James Bond?
1: Um, well, like uh, I think uh, Idris Elba's in his mid fifties, and it, it, the idea old. is that when you play James Bond, you're gonna play for multiple movies. Yeah. And if you're already in your mid fifties, and it takes three years between true, movies, in your I don't want geriatric James Bond chasing after. Actually, if they as gave funny as that be would great. be if they gave him like a, a trick walker with like rockets on it, like uh, like he has <laughs> on the Aston Martin that'd be kind of cool I, i'd actually uh okay. that'd be awesome. I, i'd watch that. uh but like no i don't want that i don't want old person james bond uh that's I, very
2: ageist of you Brad. i agree
3: is that that's, that's really am nice. bad, discriminatory yeah. am i Ages a bad person now? that makes you very Oop. bad sorry am i, ba- am I getting You're canceled goodbye oh, oh, oh no <laughs>
1: so all i'm saying is that uh reggae jean page is younger and, and uh and henry cavill's get, not getting up there but henry cavill might actually be too big Like he's actually too 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 physically, too muscular to, to, to play. He'd have to, he'd have to slim down. He
2: looks far too, uh, American. He looks like (laughs) he's uh, not though. I'm making so many like ridiculous comparisons. He looks like he would (laughs) teach like strip mall karate. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Does he
1: master? uh, That's just how
2: I feel. I'm. I'm Master Cavill,
1: like that—that uh, <laughs> that was always one of those funny He's things. A like sensei. when they would complain so about like uh, having like the um, uh, when they changed Snake Eyes to pl- to be like an Asian actor in the new Snake Eyes movie, not realizing that Snake Eyes in the original G.I. Joe was a white person. Like I was like, you don't think that there haven't been people like doing karate in America for like seventy years at like your local? Every town has a mm-hmm. karate dojo. So, uh, Tom Hardy, I don't think Tom Hardy would be good in that role, but she would tell it might be, might be kind of interesting. So, uh, before we go, I want to ask you uh, uh, one or the other. What's worse, giving your three-year-old a pacifier or giving your four-year-old $50,000? Ooh, tough question.
2: In cash. In, in cash. In ca- I, I think it would probably be worse to give them the $50,000 in cash because your kid is going to uh, slobber all over $50,000 in 50, cash. 000. I agree. You're probably right.
1: This was just funny. It says uh, <laughs> Jessica Simpson got called out because her three-year-old was seen with a pacifier in her mouth on vacation. I mean, and
3: that is old for a pacifier. It is.
1: Like, yeah,
2: literally, who cares?
3: Literally, who cares? Really? no one. It's no one's concerned about hers. But
1: this photo I thought was hilarious of, uh, of Cardi B and Offset's uh, child having $50,000 in cash. Oh, my
2: God. It's, and, uh, what's it's this very happening? weird that like there's still this um, you. Oh flex culture. Thank you. Yeah. With rappers, you they, know, they, they love that it. they're going to impose on their toddler. They talk oh, like yuck. she
1: they had like she went out to like a like Disney World and like a $2,000 Balenciaga. Like, are you going to give like, your
2: toddler gold teeth now, too? They should
1: do that. They should do that. So it's I, I, I don't know which strange. one is. Uh, it just seems weird to me. Uh, but also, before we go, they are making an Amy Winehouse movie. Does, oh, does that interest anyone? Interesting.
2: I, again, am tired of the biopics a little bit because yeah. it's always women. It's always not women. Always. In the it's like, uh, they just uh, made an Elvis one.
1: That okay. Uh, but okay, the yeah, she's not time. a criminal either. So yeah. like, it's 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 female. Uh, it's it's true. Uh, yeah. So uh, it says Amy Winehouse biopic back to back to back uh, back to black coming from Fifty Shades of Grey director Sam Taylor Johnson. The only reason I bring this up is that I think this you is have the
3: perfect cast. I do.
1: It's Tanya Raymond, just who they should be casting. She looks like just like her. Oh yeah, uh, so, yeah, yeah. And she can sing. So that's. I don't uh,
3: know much about Amy Winehouse. That might be interesting.
1: So there, we we were gonna cover that story where, um, what's his name from How I Met Your Mother, like, uh, Neil Patrick Harris, like, had the Amy Winehouse cake, the, I th- okay. the really bad poor taste ke- Amy Winehouse <laughs> cake after she passed away. I Thanks.
2: think that Lady Gaga could also do this.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe
2: so. Yeah. I I would be. It's almost too I don't perfect. Need those two.
1: It's almost like too perfect a casting. They're like, we can't do that. It's too that obvious. It makes, makes too much sense. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I just I just thought uh, every time I see a picture of Amy Winehouse, I think of Tanya Raymond because she's uh, yeah. an actress. So I've seen a bunch of stuff and I know she sings. So mm-hmm. I just thought that would be very interesting. We have super chats before we go.
2: We do. Jonathan Harris said as a kid, if I had fifty thousand dollars in cash, that would have been McDonald's money. Yep. That is the How much franchise. McDonald's do you have to buy? <laughs>
1: all the toys. All buy the toys. My mom had. My mom collected the McDonald's toys. Oh, interesting. Did you, did you?
2: Back when they were actually good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Long time ago. Ugh. There's uh, one more Uh, about make
2: punk rock great again too. Yes, said Ripiverse is taking off. (laughs) Brendan Urie is banned on Twitter. He is. Is he? No.
1: We talked about uh, we (laughs) talked about Brendan Urie yesterday. We we just uh,
2: released a new song on the Disseminators page called Green Day is (laughs) Duke. I think we're making a splash. Red Wave's coming. Great.
1: Uh, That's an amazing song name. That's a great song song name. I
2: love it. Good for
3: them. They're moving out of the
1: country.
2: Um and then bad upset at hi brie hi ellen
1: uh i i, I am, don't understand my brie and your ellen
3: possibly i'm confused we're gonna roll with it we're thank
2: you for your two dollars
1: thank app. you <laughs> thank
3: you though <laughs> Your right. cryptic message is well received
1: uh, sometimes we get those like we have to just dis- like we have to like literally discern oh, what's being, being so said in it. and so. tim's
3: like i don't know what this person's saying
1: <laughs> and then you feel like bad you're like yeah I have, I have well no idea. thank you for your money all right. Uh, thank you so much for coming today, Lydia. Thank
3: you very much for having me, Brett. You know I love hanging out with you guys on Wednesdays. Y'all can follow me on Timcast IRL tonight and every weeknight at 8 p.m. or at sourpatchlids.me.
1: And who's the guest tonight?
3: The guest tonight is Kurt Schlichter. Does that sound familiar? He just wrote a book.
1: There's, a, there's a, an inside joke here He's where great. every night I ask Lydia who the guest is, and every night she tells <laughs> me. Like, and every night I, say, I, I, have know. No, I have no idea who that <laughs> who is. What's is so that? It's, uh, it's an ongoing thing, guys. It's Ma- a trend. Mary, where can they find you?
2: you can find me on Instagram and WeChat at closer kitty and whenever i post articles on timcast.com i promote them there
1: anything coming out soon
2: there is I'm writing about LimeWire because I can't move on (laughs) articles
1: (laughs) about articles about (laughs) Kazaa coming next Uh, who knows (laughs) Uh, or Napster yeah perfect (laughs) guys you can follow me on Instagram at Brett Dasvick for the show we are here Monday through Friday on youtube.com 3pm Eastern Standard Time that is noon Pacific Uh, we are on social media we are on Twitter at popculture underscore show Uh, Facebook and TikTok at popculture crisis and on Instagram at popculture Crisis Pod. If you'd like to listen to the show rather than watch it, we are on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify and Pandora, and all that stuff. we got a brand new episode coming tomorrow. We'll see you then, guys. Bye.
2: Bye.